Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, there we go. Now it's recording. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Handmade Podcast episode. What are we up to now? Episode 62. <laughs> wow. I'm That's sorry we were late Chris. last week. I blew everybody off, and I... Blah, blah, blah. I'm joking. Hold on. That's, That's not my impersonation. Oh, it's Jimmy. <laughs> That's Jimmy. I'm sorry we were late last week. Again. <laughs> <laughs> He's always going to make a reason. Yeah. Uh, in case anybody's wondering, we... Did um, a little vote to see if um, people wanted Jimmy or Chris as the third person. And Chris won overwhelmingly, but we liked Jimmy better, so me and Paul picked Jimmy. So we have Jimmy back. Chris got voted off the island. Yep. He got fired. Is he on on Maui? Where is he right now? Actually, he is on an island. He is. He's out in Hawaii, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he's out in Hawaii enjoying his life. Kauai? Yeah, he was going to do something shady, like go on some helicopter ride or plane ride, right? Yeah, he, we talked about this that. last time. Dude, I love his logic. He's like, yeah, we, the helicopter seemed way too sketchy, so we decided to go on a Cessna. I'm like, that's the yeah. same shit. Uh, yes. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah. yeah. I, I went on the shitty airplane instead of the shitty helicopter. I feel like helicopters have to be maintained, like, to a certain degree. I feel like those planes, like, some of them are, like, lawnmower engines. Like, there's holes in them and shit. You yeah. guys are talking. It's so funny. I didn't realize I'd get a chance to tell you this story. You guys are talking about how rinky dink those little Cessna airplanes are yeah did I got did I ever tell you the story so it was the day that Clinton was voted in as president so I don't know what year that was it was 91 or 92 yeah uh-huh yeah and um Paul was you know working... who Clinton was right <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay Paul was before you were born I wouldn't expect yeah. you to know any of this I was so... around for the Clinton's last year I think or last okay. year or two all right back to the so I was working at a toy company and the guy who owned the toy company in Rockaway Beach said hey this guy wants to meet with us in dayton ohio and my roommate owns an airplane oh well he's got to go to dayton for something (laughs) so let's hop in his plane and go to dayton and uh go meet this guy he's got some business to do we'll meet back at the airport and we'll fly back i'm like that sounds like a horrible idea yeah Yeah. (laughs) he talked me into it 
We went over to Farmingdale Airport in Long Island at like five in the morning. And he's like, it's too overcast. And then he got clearance to fly. And then oh, we got God. in this plane. It was like, I always joke. I said, it was like a Datsun B210. It was like <laughs> yeah. a Ford. It was like a 78 Datsun. That's exactly yeah. what it felt like. Yeah. We got sandwiches at like some local deli. So we uh, could eat while we fly. Oh, great. And we finally took off. The cloud cover was like, the ceiling, so to speak, was like, I don't know, like a mile, not even. Oh, God. We flew, we flew through solid clouds for what <laughs> felt like an hour. And all you could see outside the window, which was an inch away from my face, was solid white. And oh. we were flying by instruments. He had, he had just had the whole dashboard redone. It was all brand new instruments that fly by radar. And we, it felt like somebody was pulling us on a cable. Because like the yeah. airplane was like kind of like teeter-tottering, but from the propeller. So like the propeller was like, be, it was kind of like the pull rope. The like propeller is just dragging the rest of the plane through the air. Oh, God. I was... I literally was like, okay, this is it. I'm dying. You know, whoever I was 28 years old, I'm going to die today. This is the day I die. And we flew uh, and we finally came out of the clouds. And it was uh, obviously magical because it was beautiful, sunny day above the clouds. And the clouds just looked like a big pillow. Took us almost four or five hours to fly to Ohio, which, you know, would have been a nine hour car drive. Yeah. And we landed, went to our meeting, which was a complete waste of time. We met back at the airport. And the air the airplane wouldn't start. Oh, oh God! And, and the He's guy like, stick who, the screwdriver in the carburetor, dude. Don't laugh. The guy <laughs> who was there, to, the guy who would have fixed the airplane, it was a starter. Oh, it was something with the starter oh, wouldn't work. And the guy was voting, so we were waiting all day long for him to come back from. And like that was getting late. Now it was dark out, and my the guy who I was working for gave me his credit card. He goes, just go to the main terminal, and get a plane home. So I went and I got a USA Air flight back to JFK. Yeah. And I got a cab home and they stayed and they jump started the plane with a screwdriver. Oh, they God. bypassed some condenser or something to get the thing yeah. to start. It was had to do with the ignition. Yeah. They got the plane started and they flew back to New York. Otherwise, it would have had to wait two days for the part. He's like, let's just jump the plane, fly away. If the plane decides that it doesn't want to run anymore, we'll just coast into some farm field somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. Yeah. They flew home back to uh, back to uh, Farmingdale. You know, on that one jump and made it home. But that was like the next night. I was like, there's no way I'm ever going to get a little rinky-dink yeah. shit playing like that again. Yeah. My, my brother-in-law was like a big wig for an insurance company. And uh, my sister used to fly on that private jet. And she said it was like being on a roller coaster, just waiting mm. to go into a mountain. <laughs> Not like, all private jets are created like, equal. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah, so when you have to go yeah. when you're oh, like shit. this, oh. like yeah. trying to crawl yeah. through it, it's like a... Yeah. Uh, PVC pipe flying yeah, through the air. I, I was just watching a YouTube video. I forget what it was. And it was two guys like, like Jimmy, like mine and your size. And they're in a Cessna. And they are literally not shoulder to shoulder. They are just squished together. Like like that door must have been bulging. It, it just, yeah. Well, that's why this, this that. plane seated four. But they sat in the front, Andy yeah. and his buddy. And I sat yeah. in the back. So I could yeah. kind of move my butt over and be in yeah, the middle. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, if yeah, there was yeah. somebody beside me, it would have been exactly yeah. like you described, shoulder yeah. to shoulder. When they have to start using scales before you get on the plane to distribute yeah. the weight equally, when they make yeah. everybody weigh themselves, you got to yeah. get off that plane. You yeah. can't take that flight. Yeah, I'm all set with that. I'm all set with that. I told you about that the, when I went from Puerto Rico to St. Thomas and I was in the co-pilot seat because they didn't have any more yeah. room in the plane. Yeah. Yeah. And all the knobs yeah. were broken off and... <laughs> <laughs> and the kid had his hand hanging out the window like he was driving a pickup yeah. truck. Yeah. 
I'm so like, funny. what even is this? Yeah, that's so crazy. So yeah. crazy, but uh, so Jimmy, what are you I, working on? What are you working on? I saw that nice tailgate you made there. Oh, oh yeah, the Carolina tailgate this week. Um, it was funny. It was Rob Rojas's idea. Rob thought of that, and uh, and I mentioned it to Ali over at the shoe company, and she's like, "Yeah, I love that idea." You know, even though yeah. she knew I'd done it before, but she's like, "That would be cool." So I figured I'd make it and sport it on the truck for a minute, and then probably just send it to her so she could hang it up at the factory, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it looked really cool. That's and, cool. Uh, really cool. This time around, I wanted to just show some simple techniques. It was, you know, it was a quickie, but uh, I had problems with that paint. I told you I didn't show this yeah. in the video, but of course not. I, I had the epoxy laid out, holding all the letters in place, and I spray painted it. I hate, I hate rustoleum, but I it's like too. kind of like a necessary evil because it's always available when you need a color at midnight, and so I used the rustoleum. I told you this on the phone. Yeah, I was yeah. I would typically if this wasn't being filmed, I wouldn't yeah. use primer. I would just go straight yeah. away, just load it with color. Yeah. But because it's YouTube and people will be mm. critical, I primered it just so yeah. you'd see an extra step. Yeah. And the primer on top of the surface of the epoxy turned into like what looked like the surface of like a desert. It got all cracked. Yeah. Oh, and I had, I had that go, I had to let it. Then I went to Vegas, and while I was gone, it was drying pretty good. I asked Rob to add some more coats of paint to it because he was working. And then when I got home, I with a razor blade, I just scraped all the paint down to the resin until the cracks were level with the resin. Because what mm. was happening? Not only did the paint crack, but I think the top layer of resin split up a little bit. Yeah, you know, huh. there was still a little soft before I painted it. It wasn't quite. Yeah, pure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Something probably reacted with the. Chemicals. And I what what I don't understand is how you and the guys like you who make those signs with resin. Yeah. How long do you wait between pours? Because I waited like four hours five hours for that to cure and it was kind of hard to the touch well i, I painted think, it and then it all kind of split up i just did. think spray paint has some nasty shit in it though because it's so volatile like i've had so many issues where i've had like perfect spray paint and then i just like sprayed a tiny little bit and like it would crackle across the whole surface of it yeah. you know and i think epoxy until like it's like weeks old or at least days it's not fully cured you know, mm. I, I think it'll be hard, but I, I don't think it's really cured. Like, I, I really don't because, I mean, it gets hotter the next couple of days, like even if you wait 24 hours. But yeah. just the spray paint, that Rust-Oleum spray paint, it's so volatile. It's just so many things. But it's just funny. Back to the um, tailgate, it, it's funny. And I always laugh when I watch one of your videos. And just like you as a person and me as a person, and when we did the show, um, just how different we are in our minds. Like, if you said to me, Derek, we're going to do this door and we're going to, um, you know, make it look like it was like factory made. I would have over fucking complicated that thing so bad. Like I, I wouldn't even had a game plan done the first week. Like I would have been figuring researching like, like fucking 40 ton stamps to stamp out like <laughs> aluminum and, you know, <laughs> dyes and all this shit. And it just looked so cool. I was like, you know, and I just remember when we did those big sevens that time and you're like, there's a difference between making an item and like making a prop for a video, you know, and right. I always try to go back to that. But mentally, I just have such a tough time. You the know? only thing like the only thing if it was a real for a real customer, I probably wouldn't have used the. Oh, the, no, the but cricket because the yeah, cricket will yeah, shrink. The yeah. cricket vinyl will shrink over time. Yeah, yeah. I if I had one shot paint, we were talking about that. Yeah. And in fact, last night I went online, I went on Amazon, yeah. and I ordered five hundred dollars worth of one shot colors. Dude, you're an idiot. I told I, you I have I literally have a hundred cans of that. Well, bring me some because then no, I'll just add to I'm my color palette. It all. 
Well, I told you, I think I mentioned it to you. My Baba went to a, um, he was at a, what is it called? Like a convention, a tattoo convention. Uh-huh. They have Babas there and all that shit. And they had a guy there hand lettering signs. You know, hands, oh, I like that. Uh, saws, hand saws. Right. What is that noise? Oh, that must be Jimmy. Um, now my boiler's going. Oh, is that coming. what it is? Um, and oh, he man. was uh, hand painting them. And he gave my, my Baba bought one. So I posted it and I tagged the guy and he reached out to me. We've been talking back and forth. His shop's like 10 minutes from me. And he, um, you know, he's like, hey, come by. I'll show you some techniques and all this stuff. So I'm looking forward to that. It's, um, Paul, is that your house? You I know what? Somebody's open. using a leaf blower. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure you can imagine who. Yeah. Yeah. Cleaning what, her patio. Your, your, your mother cleaning your father yeah, off? Yeah, let me mute to this come thing. In the house. <laughs> Father's my boil is going under my, right under my desk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying to Paul. These mics we got, they sent us for the show. They're great. But like last week, I would like adjust like that in the chair and I could hear the vinyl. That I was yeah. sitting on. I was like, you got to be kidding me. This thing's way too sensitive. Well, before you we know, got started, I was hearing Paul on my headset. So we, we were trying to figure it out when I turned yeah. my headset down. Finally, it went away. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. the one-shot stuff is funny. I, I I reached out to them, and they sent me some hokey-ass thing to fill out. And I was just like, forget this. If you don't want to yeah, send yeah. it to me, forget it. So I just went online last night and bought a bunch of it. But I bought only four-ounce colors. I For years, I used one-shot. For years yeah. and years. I had every color of one-shot for yeah. years. And as yep. like cans would dry up and become unusable, I would throw them out and get new ones because the yep. art supply store in the city I would go to always had a huge display of it. So I would always just pick yep. up colors when I was there. When I yep. moved upstate, I went through everything and I went through all my one shots and they all had thick layers of skins. Like, yeah, it, if you use one shot a lot, you stop putting the lids on it. You just let the layer of skin yeah. dry and then you break through yeah. next time you need it. And yep. that's what I would do. And there was so many like layers of broken skin on all my jars. I just threw them away. And yeah. I said, I'll just buy a whole new series when I get up here. And then yeah. I finally needed it to paint the letters on the tailgate. And then yeah. I couldn't find any. And it was too late. But, uh, and I was like, you know what? Let me just do the vinyl cut. The vinyl cut was yeah. fine. Did you have that color vinyl or did you order that I vinyl? I did. Where did you get that? Yeah, vinyl? no, I have like a big yeah. box of all vinyl that I bought. When you go on Amazon, I just bought mm-hmm. like just vinyl cut vinyl. Yeah. And they sell these big pieces. They're like three feet long by 12 inches wide. Yeah. And you just slice off what yeah. you need, stick it on the little pallet that goes into the cutter. Those yeah. cutters are amazing. Yeah. Like, it, I, I yeah, they. Uh, I recently, I'm doing this. I'm doing this thing on. Uh, I'm doing like a a beta test for Facebook, and I'm doing this thing called Sound Bites. Yeah. Remember, I told you about it, Derek. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, we did I had to one. Do yeah. Thirty. I had yeah. to do thirty. This oh, we did one together, like about logos. Yeah, but yeah, um, I don't know who the hell's being able to see it, but some of them have hundreds of views, uh, hundreds of watches, listens rather. It's like a five-minute podcast you get to do, Paul. You, I could go online. Oh, and that's cool. And it's like posting images, but you're posting a soundbite, literally. It's a new Facebook thing, but it's in limited release. So I don't know who gets them. They it's almost like random. Clubhouse. Yeah, yeah but, you, but yeah. there's no interaction, and nobody oh. sees that you're on and jumps in and starts talking to you. Yeah. You just How quickly yeah. did that Post app take a dive? And leave. I, you know, it's I, funny. I hated I, going on Clubhouse because everybody saw dude. me, and they'd be like, yo, you want to talk? I'm like, I just want to listen. Every person yeah. that regularly used Clubhouse is a complete fraud. <laughs> like, they're not, they're not like <laughs> every person. They're all scammers, something. It's all the Gary V types. 
hey, all the all the Grant Cardone type friend people. Is in the house, watch your mouth. Oh yeah, shit, I forgot yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, be careful. One of my buddies is connected. You <laughs> might you become tires. It's funny. Yeah. I almost went on Clubhouse last week just to see if anybody was on it. Like I'd be like, yeah. I I'll tell I'd you, go on it. be like, be in an empty room, be like, hello, hello, like don't yeah. be on it. You know, they should have sold that. They were smart. They would have sold that to like Facebook in two seconds and made a a billion and then just. Ditch oh, I heard because... Facebook is making their own version of it. Anyway. Of course they are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I thought I would go on it when it first came out. I used to go on it and I enjoyed it because like when it was new, like some big names were on it and they would have like these talks and stuff. And like Ben Ueda, he had like a lot of really good talks and stuff. Yeah. So it was cool that you could just like, it was kind of like listen in on somebody, you know, but then you get all like these idiots and it just kind of like, eh, it gets to be honest, much, I listen you know? to all this stuff and I just, I hear all the things I'm not doing and then I just get intimidated and I just go lay in bed. Yeah. 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 Curl you know, you listen to these clubhouses and everyone's multi, multi yeah. investing and they have all these yeah. different platforms yeah. and, I yeah. Everyone's an expert. And yeah. then I just hear all the stuff that I'm not doing, and I just go, oh, man, I should just go fucking lay down. <laughs> but what I was going to say was I, I, I kind of diverged. I was going to say the other day I talked, and uh, you know, a lot of people who want to get into CNC, I did one of these yeah. sound bites of the, of the vinyl cutter. The vinyl yeah. cutter is basically like a very first step into CNC for only a hundred or two dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. Those vinyl is. cutters yeah. work so well, and they're only just like a hundred bucks for like a good, you know, like a good usable yeah. one that'll cut yeah. eight and a half by eleven. And if you're able to yeah. break it up, like I did the whole Carolina word on three pieces, you know, you just break up the letters. Yeah, I, that's what a lot of people don't realize. Like a lot of times when you make something. Even like a four foot sign, a two foot by four foot sign, you're not making it two feet by four feet, you know, from the out of the gate, you know. Yeah, the and, letters um, are all much. Uh, yeah, a small percentage yeah. of that surface area. Yeah, and that's a big mistake I made. So I I bought the a cricket. I bought had of course I had to buy the best one, the cricket maker. I had to buy every head for it because I didn't want to exchange the tips on them or nothing <laughs> like that. And Dude. literally, two weeks later, I got that CNC, that small CNC. And that came with everything that the cricket had. So I got rid of the cricket because it was brand new. It was the newer one that came out, and it was really hot. So I ended up, I lost like 100 bucks. I was like, beautiful. I get rid of it. And now that small CNC, I'm not using that. And um, it's like, <laughs> shit, I wish I had the cricket still. Because like to cut vinyl for things or just like um, using like a, dra like a drag knife. I have a big drag knife for the Avid. But I'm having such a hard time with it. I'll tell you I what, get... I paid, I paid like a hundred bucks for that thing. It's like the portrait silhouette oh, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, it yeah. was like a hundred bucks, and I bought a bunch of yeah. vinyl and a couple of things. The things gotten rained on like three times because you know how my certain <laughs> parts of my shop the water yeah. drips in. Yeah, the things yeah. gotten rained on every single time I use it. It's a crapshoot. I'm like, I'll just buy a new one if it doesn't work, and if I have a couple of days, I'll get it in the you know through Amazon. Yeah. Every time yeah. I cranked it, like I had no idea what the software was. I just like downloaded just random software. Yeah, they fucking work perfect. Yeah, that one's Every better time. because that one you can just use, like you said, you just download the software, you can use it. The maker, the cricket, you have to be like a monthly subscription and all that bullshit, you oh. know. But that's what what's that called? The type of knife? Do you know? Not a drag knife. It's like a pin that just. I have no idea. You know I never even looked called? at it. I don't even like. If yeah. it broke, I'd be fucked. I don't even. Well, that's what <laughs> well, I, I think they make them for CNCs, and you yeah. can just put it in your your um. And you mm -hmm. chuck, you know, you, you put it oh. the call it, and you can do it because that's what the small one had. It was like it looked like a, a big needle, but it was like a multi-directional 
like yeah. cutter. It would just huh. cut every which way. It's like way. the wheel on an office chair, but really tiny. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. So the 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 um the one for the Avid, it's real big. It's like literally a utility blade at an angle. So what happens is you have to do the. It does like the tight corners a certain way because it can't, you know, make a ninety. So it does like a, a whip around, and when it does, it pulls up the vinyl all the time. I think it's something I'm doing, like I get, but I just don't want to spend the time. Like I just want it just to just get work. a fucking cricket. Let you see yeah. the machine before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's what my thing is. Like I don't want to spend the time figuring it out. You know, it's like I'm sure they work fine for some people, but. It's not for me, you know. I just want to be able to press it and go, you know. I don't want to do. It's funny know, they're selling CNCs thing. that, like, a lot of guys market the CNC the way that the shopsmith was marketed in the fifties. Oh and the God, 60s. yeah, it's like one unit for eight different things. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You no. want to go from like one discipline to another, you know. You want to just like have yeah. a different machine. Yeah, just leave that alone. Go do something yeah. else. Yeah. I've always said that when they make tools like that, that you can put a new head on a power thing, it does them all shitty instead of doing it. You know, it, it does. You yeah. know, it's like you buy the hedge clippers that has the blower attachment and it just who wants to be bothered doing that? That's what yeah. even like just in the shop, like a dado blade. It's like I'm so lazy, like I can't bring myself to um you know, do put a stack data in there. I'll just keep moving the piece of wood over unless I have right. a bunch to do. That's unless you're I, I doing like kept... a set of shelves or yeah, like yeah, yeah. stuff like that. But that's why I wish I kept my other table saw if I had the rooms with just put like a stack data in it or something, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. So, Paul, what are you working on? You've been awful busy lately. Real busy. Um, I've got to go back to the shop after this, I was telling you before. Um, but we've been working on that uh building in like upstate connecticut that we're doing is that where you were today with the lull with the no that was just a little job in my town we had to put two we have to take two existing beams out with a couple columns um it's in this old like historic house which is amazing to see how it's constructed it's amazing it's even standing everything's crooked the floors are caving in the walls are crooked it's like the, the joists are like came out of a barn and then they put them in this house and there's big chunks taken out of them. It's amazing the thing even is standing. But we had to take out um, two small I-beams and a couple columns that were Just previously sure installed. Just while you guys are working on Yeah, it. well, that's the thing. We had to put in shoring going from the crawl space below <clears throat> up holding up the first floor ceiling and then up through the second floor to hold up the roof. Right, so you have to send um, the weight all the way down to the earth. Exactly. So we had to put all the shoring in, then um, pack out these beams with wood so we could put the joist hangers on them, and then take out the other two beams, which we have to cut all the floor joists that are there, Ooh. drop those out, put these ones in. But the dilemma was it's it was like almost impossible to get the beams in the house, and it rained a ton yesterday, and we couldn't drive the lull on the grass because it sunk like a foot as soon as I drove it on the grass and there's like a sewer in there which the homeowner didn't tell me till after I drove on the grass he's like he's like there's a sewer in there I'm like how was I supposed to know but anyway I didn't go on the grass again but we had to reach the boom way out over from the driveway across the yard into the house I had to put half the beam in the house and this beam weighs almost 2,000 pounds it's 25 feet long and so I put half of it in the house took the strap off, picked it up from the end. I made all these carts, picked it up, pushed it the rest of the way in, and then I had to turn it in between all the shoring posts. And it's like you're using bars to push it and roll it around with carts, and there's holes in the floor, and 
it was just a nightmare, but we got it all in, and then tomorrow I'll go finish putting it up. I just had to get this job out of the way before we install next week on the um, the big job. So like that was my exciting day. <laughs> it's nice being busy, though. Makes yeah, it's good. Go fast, you know? Oh, yeah, my days are flying by. <laughs> before um, you know it, you got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I can't believe I'm 50. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's how it yeah. happens. But all start oh gelling, you know. So pretty soon you're going to be 55, and then what? Yeah, so I don't know. Dancing around on YouTube like a teenager? I guess so, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you guys weren't listening. I thought I was on mute. Yeah, no, no, we didn't have you. Uh... <clears throat> what else you got going on, Jimmy? Anything? I have. Uh, we're deciding. You know the two big pine trees in the front yard. Yeah. And you know how I have those two pillars that were built in the front by the driveway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You notice how one of them is leaning? Oh, God. It's is leaning it slightly. Roots? Yeah. I'm thinking the root ball is, I think the tree is starting to lean, and the root ball is picking up the corner of my porch and the gate the gate post. Ugh. I don't know. So just before you guys got on with me, uh, we got on together, yeah. I was talking to a guy that's thinking about cutting the, both trees down in the front, the one that's right beside the driveway and the one that's right on the front of the house. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Taylor, I call her the tree murderer. She's like a tree serial killer. Yeah. She, she like walks around and goes, this has to go. This like I, I walked to the woods one night and there was like yellow dots on like 20 trees. And I said, what the fuck is this? And Ryan's like, oh, yeah, these are all the trees Taylor wants to get rid of. I'm like, why? You know, and that, that come to realize half of them are ash yeah. beetle trees, you know, that are all dead now already. Yeah. But yeah. Ryan's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Taylor's going to make a fucking running track over here i'm like what <laughs> get rid of these fucking trees she's making a running <laughs> running for the horse like on the other side of the property like near yeah, the deer yeah, watch yeah she's yeah, gonna make a fucking you. horse arena yeah yeah and uh so anyway long story short she's like no those trees have to go i'm like of course they have to go because they're good trees you want to murder them but uh so yeah. the guy came to it and he's like look he goes like this one should definitely go he goes that one he goes it's up to you but that's the one he thinks is okay is the one that I'm afraid yeah. of. Like, if we get a bad hurricane and it pulls and leans toward the road, the root ball yeah. is going to rip up the whole corner of the porch and that pole, you know? Because, yeah. like, the, tr- the yeah. corner of the porch is four feet away from it and the, and the pole is four feet away from it in the other, other 90-degree perpendicular direction. And it's going to lean directly away from both of them. Yeah. And it's just going to – it'll be a root ball that's, like, yeah. nine feet tall. Like, you see those trees yeah. in the woods that, like, you know, it's, like, literally, like – a yeah. giant disc that's like sideways and the tree sticking yeah. off it into the in straight parallel to the earth. It would be like one of those. Yeah. It would like literally rip the corner of my house apart. So well, I don't want to get rid was... of it, but if, 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 if it gets down to it, you know, I'd rather yeah, that's get rid of a beautiful tree than, pines. you know, have to rebuild the house. Yeah. I mean, you can plant something nice out there, but I have an aunt that lives in this tiny little two bedroom ranch and there is just, like i don't know if the, if the house was in the woods when they built it or what but it's like or, you know suburbs not it's not the city but it's not definitely not the country but these pines they're like the biggest pine trees that i've ever seen tower over her house and i said like auntie i couldn't sleep here at night i was like they're, they're literally like 10 feet there has to be 20 of them in our backyard and i'm like one of these go they're gonna like knock them all over they ever landed on the house they cut the house right in half it just like it just and it's so gonna. Bad. I mean, I, he hasn't given me a number yet, but I know it's gonna be expensive. Like, I don't know if you listen to uh, the yeah. podcast. I think he said it publicly, but uh, um, 
Pachudo yeah. is wants to get a tree removed in his backyard, and it's like ten grand. Yeah. Because they need to yeah. crane over his house and over get his neighbor's house to get it. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, it. that's just unbelievable to me. I said, yeah, obviously get a couple of quotes, but because of like the tree is so big and hefty and it's like right yeah. where he wants to like expand the foundation. So they have to get rid of it. But he's like, he didn't expect it to be that much money. And yeah. I think up front here, those getting rid of those two trees is going to cost me a couple thousand, several thousand dollars. Yeah. We had a silver maple in our backyard. I grew up in the city. Our backyard was probably 20 by 20. This tree was so big. I want to say the circumference of it was 22 feet around. At the oh, yeah. time, I haven't lived there in 30 years. And um, at the time, we were living there. So this was 30 years ago. The lady there owned the house, she was 90 years old. She said when she was six years old, her father planted that tree as a birthday gift. And she could put her hands around it. It got so big, it had never been trimmed. It came like back down to the ground. And right. it was literally in eight yards around our house and oh, wow. all the neighbors pitched in to have it just trimmed back so they could never afford to get it cut down because same thing they needed a crane so i was always like wow i wonder what ever happened to that tree it had three trunks coming off it that were bigger the trunks were bigger than any tree i'd ever seen so about five years ago i went by there and the tree is still there but they cut the whole thing down except for the bottom, like, 20 feet. They must have not been able to get it out without a Is it still alive crane. or is it dead? No, I think it's dead. I'm going to go by there and I will take a picture of it because it's yeah. amazing. I remember roofing a house on the other side of the city and I could st – some of it was small, only, like, two miles. But I, I, you could see the tree. It was – because wow. I lived up on a hill. It was unbelievable, this tree, how big it was. But I guess it's shit wood. It's silver maple. Nobody wanted it because they thought it was going to be worth a fortune, you know, if they got it cut down, somebody would This guy it. was looking at my that front pine tree. He's like, there's a lot of lumber in that tree. If yeah. You really want it. yeah. So this I was like, you know what? We'll cut it down ago. in eight, yeah. foot, eight, ten foot pieces and I'll get a, yeah. I'll buy a saw miser or, or yeah, a yeah. Just yeah. have fun with it. Yeah. There you right. go. There's another opportunity of saw miser listening. Yeah. 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 Fuck everybody. I'll just buy one. <laughs> fucking sick of trying to do videos for fucking people for free shit. <laughs> Paul, you're on mute. But, um, uh oh. The, Yep, there you go. Some of, my, some of my favorite yeah. videos, you know, when people say, what do you like watching? You know, uh -huh. obviously, besides police, people getting messed with yeah. by the cops, I like watching. But yeah. my favorite videos on YouTube are people trying to cut trees down by themselves. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. <laughs> people don't realize how dangerous that is. Oh they my think God. because they can buy a chainsaw at the fucking garden store that they can do yeah. it. Yeah. It is absolutely incredible to watch people just fucking destroy a car or a neighbor's house or their house. Yeah, or them. Or them. <laughs> the amount of times I've seen the, the whole ladder leaning against a tree, cutting the branch, and the branch swings and takes the ladder out from under him. It's like, how do you not know that's going to happen? I tell you. So at the pizza parlor, when I first started there, I was setting telephone poles. They used to have a department that did that. And we had a storm, a freak snowstorm. It was like in the fall, and it was heavy, heavy, wet snow, and it took down trees everywhere. And it was the craziest thing. We got like a foot of snow, and then it got warm out in the morning, and all the snow melted. Uh. So it did all this destruction, and then it was a beautiful day the next day. And I was in this neighborhood, and a tree came down, and it took down four telephone poles. So they had no power. But we had been there like two nights prior. A drunk driver hit a pole, and they had no power. It was like this little neighborhood. So needless to say, these people were like, they were pissed they had no power again. So the next day we're there. We're waiting for the tree people. This huge tree takes it down. 
And so the poles are like leaning and the cables are down tight. And this guy goes, you know what? I'll, we go, we can't touch him till the tree's gone. He goes, I'll, I'll remove the tree. It was still in like on the root ball. This guy, he's lucky he didn't get killed. He cut this thing. This thing had to be, you know, I don't know how big around. It was a huge tree and it was like a 15 foot section of it. It flipped it right over like it was a toothpick. It just went right by the guy's face. I'll never forget uh, it. Oh, yeah. And you I cut a tree that's laying like, on its side. The root ball will oh stand it back God. up. Yeah. Oh, it was the, it yeah. It was the craziest thing. It, it, I was like, oh, my God. That I seen that when we built the house. Uh, the bulldozer pushed down a tree, and the guy cut it, and it stood right back up. And I was like, if somebody was standing there, they would be dead like a cartoon. Oh, yeah. Know? Just Did crazy. I ever tell you guys the time when I was a little kid? I was probably, we had this giant oak tree in my front yard, and it was infested with black ants. And when we were kids, we'd poke holes in it, and the ants would come pouring out. But it was huge. It was like four feet around. Like the, di- yeah. the diameter from one side to the other was about yeah. three feet or four feet. Yeah. And we had a swing on it and everything. The branches went up and literally 90 degrees out. Yeah. Like, wow. like across my lawn into my neighbor's yard. It was huge. And my dad had one of his fireman friends who knew how to cut trees down come. Because he wanted the wood, because he was yep. going to like supply his house with wood for the winter, and he was sitting on the branch, faced into the to the crotch. So he's sitting on the branch, just like a guy. Um, no, no, he was sitting. This is I said it wrong. He's sitting on the Y, and the branch is, is the the branch that goes ninety degrees across the lawn. So it's like parallel to the lawn, going out about ten feet and then goes up. He thought he was going to cut it really fast and then the weight, it was going to, right from the cut, was going to drop down like. He thought if he cut it really fast with the chainsaw, yeah. like the weight. The heavy part would fall yeah. first and then. The, yeah, they would, it would pivot from the cut. It, the cut, it would fall down first. Yeah. And I walk, I was sitting on, my mother wouldn't let me out of the house. She's like, stay in the house so you don't get hurt. So I'm watching from the porch. That guy and, should stay in the house. <laughs> and I'm looking and I said to my mother, I go, Mom, he's going to cut that. It's going to pivot from the cut. And it's going to rip the telephone. It's going to rip the power cable from the house. Oh, God. oh I got a story after and, this. And, and my mother like went out and talked to him. And I see my mother pointing. And put, And then I walked out to my mom and I go, Mom, I go, whatever his name was, Jerry. I'm like, Jerry, if you cut that there, it's going to pivot right from your cut and just rip the power line from the house. Mm-hmm. He goes, no, 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 no. I'm going to cut it fast. And it's going to like as if it had an imaginary yeah. pivot in space. Yeah. And it was going to pivot away from the, the phone line. Yeah. He's only going to pivot from his cut. There's no way about yeah. it. Anyway, he didn't listen to me. He didn't listen to my mother. He cut it. The thing came down, ripped the fucking power line right out of the house. <laughs> the phone, the power, we had no power for three days. My dad came and goes, I thought my fucking kid told you not to do that. Mm. And like he got picked on at the firehouse because yeah. the seven or 10 year old was telling yeah. him how to cut a tree down and he didn't listen. Yeah, and, and in hindsight, you know, I thought he was like, you know, he, I thought he was like a grown man that knew what he was doing. He was probably just some Yahoo with a chainsaw. Yeah. And said to my dad, I'll cut it down. And my dad's like, great. I don't have to pay anybody to do it. And yeah. he was probably 25 years old. You know, I'll some save idiot. some money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Paul, what were you going to say? What was your story? There, there was a similar story. I, I actually made me think of another story I'll tell after, but the neighbor at my old house, they, they, they were nice, but they were weird. Like, they, 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 I don't know what was going don't on worry, over there. They don't Something, listen to this podcast. Yeah, they don't listen us. to it. They, they, every year they'd paint their house because the paint yeah. would fall off. Every year they'd paint their house. Like, yeah. they were just weird. But one day we're watching them, and they decided they were going to cut a tree down. It was like a big pine, like similar thing. It was mm-hmm. right next to their house. It was probably like maybe 35 feet tall because it was taller than the house and 
this dummy gets his father or father-in-law to sit on the little John Deere tractor with a rope tied to the top oh, of the tree, trying to pull thinking it. they're going to pull it. this tree I love over. People think they could control it, and they dude. It's just experience. unbelievable. The tractor probably weighs like seven hundred pounds. This tree would have flung this guy across the yard if it fell, but it didn't fall in the complete opposite direction. It fell sideways to where they thought they were pulling it, and it fell right into the power lines and ripped. I watched it rip the power lines right <laughs> off. Took our power out. Like the whole street lost power because it ripped everything off the pole. Yeah, so like, it was just so stupid. And they that, that reminds beat. me, I completely blocked this memory out. So <laughs> we, uh, did I tell you guys a story? I come home from a trip, and, and like we, this is when we were renting the house. One of the tenants is all bitching that the house didn't have internet. And we're like, okay, I don't know what the hell. It had internet when we left this weekend. So in between us being here and the tenant getting here, this took, some, this took a couple days to figure out because my army truck had a broken windshield. I thought some kids vandalized. The back windshield was broken out. Um, there was no internet. This all happened in one weekend. No phone service, no internet, and the army truck got broken. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? What had happened was the tree got hit by lightning, the big giant pine tree that Ronders cut up a couple of years ago. Remember yep. Ronders pla- slabbed it? Yep. That tree was standing. It got hit by lightning. The lightning bolt blew out the back windshield of the truck and killed the internet at the house wow. like, to the point where you had to get a new server box. And... And it killed the locust tree beside it. So the pine tree died like right away. It started turning brown like immediately. So we had it cut down and I was hoping the locust tree would come back. A big giant tree right next to it. And Derek, do you know like when we did some of the spoon carving things? We got yeah. that locust, those chunks yeah. of locust from the, yep. from the edge of the driveway. Yep. I, that tree started dying. So me and Willie were like, screw it. We can do it. I got a chainsaw. So I climb up the tree. It's now I'm about 12 or 15 feet up in the air and I cut and I'm thinking it's going to fall forward. I cut this way and I cut that way and I can't cut anymore because I'm afraid the, ch- the saw is going to bind and, it's, and, and I'm going to get hurt. It's going to like barb a chair or something. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So I got scared. I got spooked and I came away from it and I just said, no one's allowed in the driveway. I don't know what to do. I didn't, me and Willie didn't know what to do because I was afraid to go near it. I really got myself in a predicament. And so we tied a wrench to a rope, like a skinny rope. And we basically did like a, like a cat's paw. What do you call those? Like a monkey paw. Yeah. I threw a big rope, like the highest branch up. And I, yep. I pulled up another big rope, like a, like a drag line, like one you would have given me. Mm-hmm. And I tied it to the back of the army truck. And now the, the rope, goes all the way from the top of the tree to the front of the driveway on the, the bumper of the army truck. 
-hmm. and I pull and nothing happens. The tree twists because I, I put it so it would twist and break. So it would like kind of twist and fall to the ground. Yep. And I tug on it and it's not breaking. This thing is cut from both sides. It's that part of the tree is probably about 24 inches across. I mm -hmm. cut from the front. I cut from the back. I cut from both sides to the point where now I couldn't cut anymore. I was afraid I was going to get injured. So I tied the rope. Anything I did would not break it. So if you could imagine, there was a chainsaw cut in every direction, and just in the middle yes. core, yeah. it wasn't broken. Yeah. So you're literally not you're not trying to like break it. You're trying to like pull it apart. If you understand what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. The core wasn't yeah. breaking. So I back the truck up and I drive forward, and it gives the tree a twist. I back up, I pull forward, and now I'm trying to get a rhythm going so that I can. You hear it cracking each time. This took us like <laughs> two hours. Oh my Two God. hours to try and finally, to, to the tree finally breaks and falls. The whole time I'm like, don't come in the driveway. I'm telling everybody, stay away from the house. And I did the calculation so that it would fall kind of right where we all park all the time. Mm -hmm. And that's where it did fall. And when it finally fell, thank God, we were able to cut it up and burn most of the parts. And I saved the big chunks, which is why we ended up having yeah. them for the, uh, the spoon classes and stuff. It, it's it's funny. So I got a similar story. We're at my father-in-law's, and uh, this was years ago, and his buddy was clearing a bunch of land, and he had a tree so big, he needed a bigger chainsaw. So my father-in-law had one. He says, we'll go over, we'll cut it. So this guy was pretty good with chainsaw. He goes, this thing's going to fall this way, because it was perfectly straight, this tree. So he cuts it, and all of a sudden, this little breeze comes. And it just kicks it back a little bit, and you can't get the saw out. It's already cut all the way on the other side. <laughs> so we're like, what the hell are we going to do? We're in the middle of nowhere. So we're all pushing on it, can't get it to move, can't get it to move. So my father-in-law goes, I'll go get some ropes. So there's no branches on this thing for way Nobody up. had a wedge. Nope. Yeah. Nope. We spent three hours with ropes getting a rope on this tree. So my father-in-law goes to tie it to his truck. All of a sudden, the guy starts screaming, Get the fuck out of the way. The thing just fell right over. I says, you got to be sure. It sat there for three hours. Just oh, and the wind up. finally pushed yeah, it. Yeah, the, the wind right finally way? came and just pushed it right over. I says, you got to be shit. Oh, me. my but God. I, That's so I, I, I wish I could find it. I was watching a bunch of tree cutting videos, and it's cool when they cut the notch and they put the jack in there. Yeah. This guy, he was like showing off, and he, he was good. He could take the trees and he would cut them a certain way so they would turn and fall or they would do this and fall. It was amazing. I was like, this guy's a legend, man. It's just unbelievable, these guys, when they cut that shit. But, yeah, people don't realize how dangerous. Even a small tree. Oh, it's, yeah. It's dangerous. It, it, the it's best dangerous is when someone fast. tries to cut a piece to fall into that pickup truck. They think it's going to be this. Oh, like, oh, I've yeah. seen shit like that. And the it's truck like when looks they... like rock'em, sock'em robots. It just yeah. gets destroyed. It's we like when people try to push a chimney off a roof. I oh, saw like, that the other day. It was I've seen, yeah, roof. yeah. It's like the dumbest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> we used to I, have I to climb it. up the poles with the hooks on, with gaffs, and we'd have to cut telephone poles down while you were up it. You'd climb up it oh, with your God. hooks on, and you would just slowly cut it down. You'd cut down like two feet at a time. And what we would do is wow. we would cut it both ways, and then you know, hang the saw. And you could just like shake it back and forth and break it and throw it down. And it's funny because we could climb a pole and use a chainsaw like that. We had gas chainsaws and we had um, gas drills. And Andrew was talking mm. about the gas drills. We had gas drills, but you couldn't use a gas chainsaw in a bucket truck. It's like you could climb a pole and use one, but in a Why? bucket truck Why? was it OSHA regulation. 
couldn't. Had to be Don't they use bucket trucks and gas chainsaws like tree guys use them? Yeah, we certain buckets, different regulations like harnesses, like oh the waist belt thing. Yeah, it's just yeah we Verizon. Oh, I said the V word. That was the name of the pizza place, Vincenzo's. But um, they don't use harnesses. They just use waist belts. So there's like different things. Like so if you fall out of a bucket, like you get a drop thing. Or if um, like their, their type we use it so um, you don't fall out of the bucket. Mm. It's too short, which is a pain in the ass. I prefer those It's all types. different stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you don't dangle. From, yeah. You know. Paul, are you using fall protection when you're doing some of this stuff? Yeah, when we're you know working up high, like walking across beams, His mother's we gotta have harnesses. Hand, handing it out. Yeah, <laughs> she's on the job with her hot hat and vest. Yeah, oh, there's your a... mother's there with a basket trying to catch. Yeah, she yeah, has yeah. no Get idea. Your what... fall. <laughs> she has no idea what goes on. She probably would not be happy. Yeah, no, but there's like these beam that clamps that you have, like when you're walking across a beam, it drags behind you, and it's like yeah. it's like a bar with notches in it and two little C-shaped pieces of metal, and they slide in and out and wrap right around the top flange of an I-beam, and there's yeah. little rollers, and it just drags behind you. Or there's like a cable that you can use. There's a couple yeah. different things. I was watching um, the guys that were doing the, the post and beam in the backyard, and they, they had two leashes. Like they, like they connect one before they unconnect the other one. Oh, oh yeah. And they had a big too, reel yeah. on their back. So I guess if they fall, that reel was kind of like a seatbelt. It would kind of. Yeah. 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 It stops. Yeah. That's yeah. a way to do it, too. Yeah. 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 Bond's yeah. beautiful, by the way. Man, oh, yeah. It's so nice. Thank you. You guys want to have a laugh? Read the comments under yeah. that video. Have you guys. No, I didn't read it. Oh, I'll, I'll check them out. Why? From horse, from horse people? <laughs> No, from just like she's like they're your fans. I said just, they're not my fans. They're fucking because <laughs> the video's getting suggested because <laughs> it's doing well. So it's like I always say you're like in the deep end of the ocean. That's where you see all the strange animals, you know. When you go deep down, like in the Marianas Trench, <laughs> yeah. those are the people that are commenting on my video. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, "This said Taylor sounds like an entitled bitch." They said she sounds like she sounds like one of the Kardashians because <laughs> she was a little buzzed and she was she was real relaxed. Oh, well, she's, huh. I said, I go, so I go, so uh, I nope. said at one point, I said, so, so, so-and-so designed. She's like, no, I designed it. <laughs> and she like, she got mad that I was like, wait, wait. I mean, I know you designed it, but I'm saying so-and-so helped you. I forget what I said. And she's like, no, I did it. And so from that set the tone, yeah. I was like, oh boy, here we go. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. She was a little buzzed. Now, that, she had a couple if, glasses of wine. Is Now, will that be insulated and everything, like a house, or, like, will half of it be where the bathroom pot is, or, like, is it going to be no, just we're like gonna, a No, we're going to build it right. We're going to insulate the whole thing, yeah. we got a guy now giving us a quote so, on a ceiling, or a roof, rather. So, the roof, I've seen the roof. They do, like, those roof panels, like, they're insulated and they're finished. Is that how the walls are in a, in a structure like that? Is It, like, it could be. Like, so like so because you want to see the beams in the inside so is it like yeah. just go on from the outside like how yeah do i do guess that? so you like know a, taylor has this all figured yeah. out honestly i'm just sitting by watching yeah yeah, yeah. The check so she she yeah. knows what she wants to do but the roof is going to be we're probably we're going to get quoted for either tongue and groove or yeah. the rough cut lumber like we did inside the barn so when yeah. you look up at the roof that's what you're going to see first there's either tongue and groove yeah, like yeah. you see inside the ceiling in some of the house rooms yeah. bedrooms in the house yeah yeah, either that completely across the whole thing, or just butt join rough cut lumber. The, the guy told yeah. me the price is about to equal because he gets a, yeah. to buy it in quantity. So that will be put up, and then I think paper, 
and then yeah. insulation, and then zip board, yeah. and then metal roof. So oh, okay. it's going to yeah. be a fucking fortune. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a beautiful building, though. I, I, as When I was just there with my wife, it was like, I was just like daydreaming, like, man, buy a piece of land and put something like this on it. it just, yeah. It's something, it's supposed so to be something I always just, wanted. So that's, it's funny. Some of the comments are like, I can't believe you built such a beautiful structure and you're going to waste it on horses. And then another comment is that, uh, because we, we put radiant floor down the center aisle and, mm. and in that one tack room. They're like, wow, yeah. I can't believe you're going to waste money heating a barn. Like, the earth is going to shit and you're going to burn oil heating a barn. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, people you can't do, you can't, yeah, I mean, just... you can't win. You really can't win with these people. No, you can't. No. You just no. got to so do So we're, we're building the barn do. because, you know, a... Primarily for a horse barn, but it's that whole entire second floor can be a guest room, and right away everyone's like, "It's gonna smell like horse shit up there." I'm like, uh, "Of course it is, you fucking moron!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. fucking barn. But at the very least, it's gonna be a storage space, you know. And it's so like a hayloft up there too, probably. It's huge. Yeah, it's it's literally yeah. thirty five by forty eight foot. Oh 30, wow, thirty six by forty eight foot, and and there's plenty of room to stand, even at the eaves each side. There's plenty of room to mm. stand. Right now, it's it's in 12 foot vents so that like if you look down at it there's like a grid of every 12 foot there's a column uh-huh. so if you look down at the ceiling there's two in the middle so the second floor is like one big donut that's where we laid out the floor and the middle is completely open we could add oh, those wow. two 12 foot sections back in so the whole mm-hmm. entire second floor would be a floor but right yeah. now we have it so you could kind of look up into a cathedral up at the ceiling that's kind of like looking yeah. up into the bell tower that's cool but- but yeah. when you make a beautiful building like that, a hundred years from now, like it will still be a beautiful building. It's like when you look at a nice, beautiful barn up there now that was been standing for a hundred years, like it's not built like a piece of shit. You know, like yeah. that's it stands the test of time and just you know. I think the forever, difference between you know? like what we did and what most of these antique barns are is well, you see people have to retrofit a foundation under some of these barns. They put them on stacked stones and the stones shift, and then all of a sudden the barn gets mm. all cockeyed. But this yeah. were like a full concrete foundation. This, this barn is never going to shift unless the earth disappears. But the yeah. uh, you know, so you see these beautiful barns, these beautiful post and beam barns, and they're all shifted. But when you see the ones that are all squared back up and turned into beautiful homes, they yeah. have to literally jack them up onto midair and then build a foundation under them and then settle them back down. Yeah, I forget the name of the farm. You'll you'll know instantly, or you'll know what I'm talking about. The one where we stayed in Wyndham when you cut across like Route 20 or whatever. The guy, oh, uh, it's like a beautiful Cunningham? farm. No, it's a it's a farm. It's like a an old building and a new building, like kind of together. And then they jacked up this like four bonds. They jacked them all up, and they were doing all the foundations while we were there. It's right on the corner of um, I forget the name of it. It's um, it's a white building. Part of it's like a brand new modern looking farm. Oh yeah, yeah, that gorgeous, all, that gorgeous, yeah, like yeah, really, yeah, 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 yeah. They had that yeah. one barn that was like ten feet yeah. high in the air. Yeah, exactly yep. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, that barn is a traditional old barn that was settled. Like, I mean, I remember seeing that barn for years, and now yeah. it's jacked way up in the air. They're putting a whole new concrete port foundation under it, and they'll settle it back mm-hmm. down. They'll get it perfectly square again, and they'll probably build it into a beautiful home. Yeah, or yeah, exactly. If they're going to do a horse barn, it's going to be nice and straight again with new siding and everything. Yeah, yeah. But hey, buy once, cry once. It'll be I said to um, I said to brett is the barn builder i said have you ever dismantled the barn and put it back together he says he says he's been involved in projects he said but they're a total pain in the ass he said like you know logistic nightmare like he had his whole entire barn like the one he built in my yard 
he had every piece marked. He, like I said, are these pieces interchangeable? And he said, not really. You know, like mm. you couldn't pick, like even though was, the barn was like symmetrical in certain respects, he says yeah. he, he made it so he wanted to make sure everything was in yeah, the yeah. Spot. He knew exactly yeah, they where looked probably the same, but you know, he probably shaved off a little bit off this one to fit in there and everything. And so. it's not easy. Like when we built the post and beam barn that was erected at Maker Camp, mm-hmm. I only worked on the ridge joint, but I was there yeah. when everybody was like, Justin had these templates going around. Like if you're if you're uh, if you're what is it tenon can fit over this little like it's literally a silhouette cut of what the what the yeah. mortise would be. It could yeah. fit over that, and then you have a plug that is like stands in as the as the mortise, yeah. sorry, as the tenon, and then you could yeah. stick it in the mortise you're cutting. So you know that everything kind of fits. Yeah. But meanwhile, when you go to put it together, you still have to bang and hammer it. It's like it doesn't oh, just yeah. go. But yeah. Watching I, watching him do it, every one of his joints like kind of fit together, and then they ratcheted it a little bit, and they pulled yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. Really, like he really knows his shit. I wonder, yeah. like, because. It's similar. I, I think in the last podcast we were talking about how it's more similar to like steel fabrication than it is to yeah. You said that like I conventional that was a very framing. Good point. And I wonder, does he have like a detailer design each piece? Because I have for like this steel project I'm working on now. There's hundreds of pieces, and even the parts and the the pieces of steel and the columns. Every single part has its own drawing with all the dimensions. I wonder if he's working off a set of plans like That's that. That's why I asked him. He said no. He just knew where everything goes, and he just that's pretty has- impressive. And what's funny is the knee braces. If you remember, if you saw the video or when you see my building, you'll see there's a knee brace at every fucking corner. Yeah. And he said, he goes, I didn't want to put it. He goes, I usually only put knee braces. Oh, air brake. He goes, I only wanted to put knee braces on the exterior walls. He goes, but I, he said something to the effect of like, I wasn't paying attention. And I put him in the aisle way. And I was like, fuck. So he said, fuck, he just put him everywhere. He says, he usually <laughs> doesn't do that. But he yeah. he put him in a spot where he didn't intend to, so to keep it symmetrical, he put him uh, everywhere. Like he said, yeah. I think he did one whole ridge beam and put put knee braces in and forgot that he didn't need to do that. And he's like, whatever. So he it's, made like, because he kept telling everybody that came on site, 125 knee braces. Like, it's I, like, funny I, you said that because I looked at it and I don't know. I, I have my builder's license. I know a little bit about construction, but it's like. I looked at them. I was like, "Wow, there's an awful lot of those." Like, because usually they're he says on the, he just typically the exterior walls for sharing. Yeah, yeah. He said he would only put them on the exterior usually, and yeah. when he realized he made the mistake, he goes, "I just put them everywhere." I think he put them on one whole ridge beam before he realized he didn't need to, but he just yeah. wasn't paying close attention. He's, you know, yeah. he's, he's kind of on autopilot, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. And uh, but Taylor was like, "I didn't really want them down the center hallway because now the center hallway isn't a perfect square." Yeah. It's got, oh. It's it's yeah. you know it's got the corners chamfered. So when yeah. we open the barn door, not that we're going to bring a truck in there, but when you open yeah. the barn door, it's a yeah. 12 by 12 foot opening with the corners yeah. cut down. It's yeah. fine. I mean, it looks beautiful. Yeah, I think it looks, totally I was going to say, I think it looks yeah. absolutely beautiful. I mean, I, I just, it just, it's, it's, I mean, you see it in the picture, but then when you're there, it's just, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's, it's just, yeah, it's, it's like just my so neighbor, beautiful. Uh, my neighbor uh, said, he goes, God, it's a shame that you're going to have to cover that up with paneling. I was like, I know. Yeah, dude, I was just going to say that. Yeah. It, it just, it's, uh, it's, it's like a work of art. It really yeah, is. Yeah, you want to just, just leave it as is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's just, it's absolutely beautiful. It really and is. Paul, so. you haven't seen it yet, but when you drive up the road, like everybody sees it. Like That's cool. Like, what the hell are you doing? You're building I can't wait to see it when it's up. Yeah. It's so much bigger from, than like, I thought it was going to be. When you're coming up towards the milk run, like I didn't even think of that. Like I think I'm on my property doing my own private thing. 
Now everybody knows my fucking business, which is kind of annoying. <laughs> everybody mm. I see at the milk run, they're like, what are you making? Mind your mm. fucking business. Yeah, it's a lot bigger than Even I though, thought Go look at my YouTube, be. but mind your business. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's funny you said that. I, I always used to bitch to my kids about, like, putting their information online and stuff like that. And then, and then one of my daughters said something. Yeah, that's what one of my daughters says. She's like, you put everything on Instagram. I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't even think of that. You know, like I'm, I'm Mr. Private over here, you know, but um, yeah, just funny. But when so. Paul, when you said last week that that uh, it's a lot like steel construction, it's very true. I mean, it is. It is exactly yeah. the same, except yeah. you're riveting it together. Yeah, that's why it's amazing that he he's not following um, plans. Like he just can't kind of did it himself. I mean, did he have? He must have had some sort of drawing. Well, well no, it he, is though. Well, with with steel, Paul, they've probably been pushing the limits with the bond. They've been probably building the same basic shape. For the last, you know, two hundred years, you know what yeah. I mean. Like he's brought yeah. that bond, that same well, bond, so many times. To clarify, Taylor picked the barn shape online, mm-hmm. modified yeah. it, brought it into Fusion three hundred and sixty, and redrew it <clears throat> oh, okay. with the various, you know, like the footprint, mm-hmm. the the bents. Like you know, she kept finding barns that were like bents that were ten foot in a grid of ten foot squares. She wanted to make it a little bigger, so it's in a grid of twelve foot squares. So she redrew twelve foot stalls. Day. Yeah, so the, there's yeah. four 12-foot stalls on one side of the main hallway, the main hallway, and then on the other side, one stall is a washroom and three stalls are going to be the apartment and a bathroom on the ground floor. Or she keeps saying apartment, but it's really going to be the tack room. Yeah. And on the second floor, you basically have you have a grid of uh, you know four stalls by three stalls, and that's the whole grid of the second floor. And uh, mm. it's um, – it's it definitely was detailed by her and then when you come out of the one side going to the south of the building it's a, a covered shed or what do you call that mm. like a lean-to but it's really just a yeah. covered porch so mm-hmm, when you come yeah. out of the horse stalls you're going to go into a 12 foot deep covered porch that mm-hmm. will end on the ground so that we needed pilings for that and so she designed all that and when you look at it from the side because it goes downhill the columns for that are below the height of the floor Oh. So when you come out of it, when you're looking at the house side to side, it, it goes downhill, goes all the way down deep into the field. So it immediately starts to drop off. So when you step out of the stalls, you're stepping down. So when you look at the lean-to, the lean-to is down, is, is off and down. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, those are all the details that she worked out with him. Yeah. So when she says she designed it, I mean, she based it on classic shapes and sizes. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, all the details of And then again, when he said to her, we're going to put knee braces everywhere, she's like, all right. She's like, I didn't really want it, but whatever. Just go for it. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, it didn't change the price. He made the mistake, and he didn't like charge us for like a hundred more new mm-hmm. braces. Yeah. And then you know, we saved money in the way that like, in the video, you hear me ask her, I'm like, what a flyover rafters? I didn't know what that meant because she talks to him about all these details. But the flyover rafters are the rafters that just literally sit on the sills and get six or, or four uh, timber locks in them. Mm-hmm. As opposed oh. to the ridges literally being notched for every six inch wide rafter, I think the rafters were four inches wide. So every rafter that gets put in isn't notched into the sill plate. He's like, it'll be just as strong if we use the timber locks, mm-hmm. but it's less labor, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, if you want to yeah. do it classically, you want me to notch it, you know, I'll charge you accordingly. If you do, you know, save yeah. a couple bucks. Yeah. So that's why uh, you know some people might have noticed that the. Mm. In the aerial shots, you see them just putting the timbers in place and just screwing them. When mm. they, like within a half hour, every piece of the rafter was on. Wow, crazy! Yeah, yeah. Like it took them like forty minutes to put the whole roof on. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. 
Right. Even if they were notched, it still would have taken the same amount of time. But because he would have done all that work in his shop. Yeah, yeah. They were just literally plopping them right into place. Yeah. So. Cool. Good stuff. Good stuff. That's it. I'm done That's your story and you're sticking to it, huh? So. <laughs> were you when working on come the, back uh, from paradise? Uh, I don't know. I, I would assume this weekend, maybe. You think That'd his shop's like under three weeks? feet of water? Oh, he's got to be out of his mind. He's got to, I was thinking he of that. He's got to be out of his security mind. cameras. <laughs> he's in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah he's got to be out of his mind, worried about those, you know. Dude, Are you working so on the camper water? again? What's that? Are you working on the camper again? Yeah, we the, got to, the Taylor's tail? been working with the client on the interior de- details, and so uh, we got to buy Corian and stuff. Oh, it's like I had to get on some list to be, because you can't just buy Corian at Home Depot. You got to get on some buyer's list so taylor filled out all the paperwork last night for me to get a delivery of corian thankfully there's a guy in the neighborhood that gets corian so i'll be on mm-hmm. his same delivery truck to get two 12-foot sheets of corian yeah nice. probably nine hundred dollars a sheet yeah but, I was gonna uh, say, it's big money what i was going to say was it rained so much last night mm-hmm. you know the bridge that's down at the bottom of my field i guarantee it's yeah. gone because oh, you know the, the that little creek that's on my property goes across yeah. 145 and they built the whole new culvert it comes out of that big giant battlefield that's across the way. Oh, you know, really? That big field. You know that yeah. field past the gas station I want to buy? Yeah. yeah. That giant field fills with water and goes through a little culvert that goes under 145 that goes into my backyard and goes through my property into the into the marshland, like that's on the oh, other back really? side of my property. That whole road was flooded last night. Really? So that means the bottom of my field was probably completely filled with water. I didn't look. Yeah. But I know that my little bridge probably washed away. I, haven't, I should drive down there before. It's already dark. I'll go down yeah, in the morning. Too, yeah, I was going to say, it's already dark out. And yeah, uh, you get hit I went with by, all the high winds and everything? Or? No, it was just rain, rain, rain. I went down to the yeah. creek down at the bottom of uh, Route 27 here by the side of the house. Yeah. And that creek was like three feet below the, the bed of the bridge. Really? And that's like that's like 15 feet from like the yeah. top of the, you know, from the bridge to the water surface for yeah. the creek. It was yeah. up ten, like at least 10 feet higher. Yeah, we got we got whacked with a ton of rain and the wind. We had seventy mile an hour winds. It was bad. I, I must have woke up ten times last night because on top of my chimney I have like three foot tall clay stacks. Like the oh, chimney shit. must have not been high enough, so they put it up so they get a better draft. And one of them leaks, so I know there must be like a lot of missing mortar. And I have three skylights right underneath it. And I'm oh, like, man. that thing gonna just come through that skylight. You know, it landed on my wife before it hit me, so that's the only good part. It wouldn't, it wouldn't bother me. It might wake me up, but it would get her. But um, I'm like, you got to be shitting me. But this morning I left. There was trees down everywhere. It just it yeah. was so unbelievable. So you're closer to the ocean much... than me. So the wind well, that's what. Yeah. So I mean, I'm only a couple of miles from Boston. I drive into Boston, and uh, my work is literally on the ocean. It's it's right across the street from the ocean. The wind was so bad that I thought it was going to rip my cover off the back of my pickup truck. It was so bad this, in Boston this morning. It was it was wow. it was nasty. So yeah, I was thinking of that. If Chris is going to get water, he'd be like, "We got to go home," you know. But he'll he'll be fine. That's be so fine. stressful, man. I tell you, like when I, I I we all the three of us all work on Chris. Like just get a better space eventually. Mm-hmm. We all work yeah. on him. But like the, whenever I've been away from my shop for a while, like mm-hmm. it was I was. You, I had a different story. It wasn't necessarily because of rain. It was just because of like a, a backup in the building. Like, so yeah. if I was not in the shop maintenancing, like the water coming gur- gurgling out of my toilet from the 
entire building above me. I would yeah. come into my shop and yeah. there'd be, I could tell the minute I flipped the lights on, remember that set of stairs that would step down towards yeah. the little bathroom foyer? Yes. Yep. That little area, the water would yeah. be level with it. Ugh. That's like a 12-inch drop. So there'd be 12 uh, inches of water and sewage. So I'd flip the uh, light on, and if the floor just looked like it went all the way to the back of the basement, <laughs> I knew Jesus I was in for Christ. a doozy of a day. Getting yep. rid of water and picking up poop and cigarette yeah, butts and anything yeah. anybody flushed down the toilet. Oh, God. There was that you. one. It, it was a what, what before Instagram stories. What was that other app that everybody used to use? Vine Snapchat? or Snapchat? Snapchat. Yeah, yeah, there was. I did a Snapchat where uh, Welder had milk crates zip tied to his feet like shoes, <laughs> <laughs> so he could walk through the water. It was hilarious. Uh, he was walking with zip ties on his with, with milk funny. crates zip tied to his boots, so he yeah. could stay above the water. It was hilarious. Wow. I, you, I had an investment property that I sold because it would mist out and I would get water in the basement and it just sucked. It would come in through the, like it was just a high water table. So there's cracks on the floor. It would just come up through the cracks. It was like a literally a line. It would start rain out. It'd be like a line of waterfalls, but going up. It was the craziest <laughs> thing all across the floor. And I had built shelving and down there and had everything up. So if it did get wet, It'd have to be like seven inches of water before it did any damage. But just the fact of the water, like I, like you said, turn Humidity that light on, and... I could see a reflection. It just, yeah, it just would be so overwhelming. I couldn't take it. And then I had this house, and it was only a couple miles from here. But I'd just be like, oh, it rained out last night. I'd have to go over there. I'd be vacuuming. Yeah. Just, it just sucks so bad. It's so devastating to have water in your house. It's, it's horrible. Well, you want to, you know, I know something funny. Do you guys remember? Well. Uh, Derek, you probably remember. You know, in the basement, in the machine shop, you guys know there's like the hatch in the floor of the machine oh, shop. Oh, yeah. Mm. And yeah. that's my well, the well cap. Yeah. That's my well cap, right? That looks like, we joke, it looks like, uh, you know, where a serial killer would, you know, you put the lotion yeah. on the skin because it's a, literally a hole in the floor that's about <laughs> eight feet deep. And at the bottom was the well cap. Uh-huh. But water seeps in from the entire earth around it. Even though it's a vault, it doesn't mm. keep the water out. And so we would open that up and the well cap is underneath the water and it's just earth water, like five feet above it. And I'd have to, and Taylor's like, Taylor's like the water that we're drinking in the house is spilling into the well cap. And there was like dead moles and stuff in it that came through the Uh, brick wall. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not touching that water ever. She didn't want to take a shower in it because there's dead animals floating in it, in the, inside (laughs) the vault. So we raised the well cap up. So now the well cap is up above the water. So when the thing fills with water, it's still above. So the water doesn't leak yeah. into it. Not to mention the guy did a good job sealing it up. So it's all sealed. Yeah. It still filled up with water completely. Oh, really? And so, wow. And so now when we ran all the plumbing to it for the new barn, uh, Kurt's like, we have to do this because otherwise this is going to destroy this building. He dug a trench alongside that vault that goes alongside the chicken coop, like eight feet deep all the way out to the middle of Taylor's garden with gravel. So it's like a big French drain Oh wow! Oh, wow. and broke a hole in the side. And then obviously ran all the plumbing to it. So we have to tap it. in. so all the plumbing, like all the water is all the, uh, the sub level sub freezing mm-hmm. level waterers are all going to come from there. Yeah. So now when you open it up, it's just a bunch of gravel in the bottom and a little puddle, but yeah. it, it all soaks through all the rocks he put in that goes all the way down the field. Yeah. Wow. When did you do but that? All that work to keep the, you know, I mean, again, yeah. we did the well cap over, but 
we were yeah. like it, if it was rained heavily the water would all be brown from like mud and dirt yeah 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 when did he do that recently or did he do that he did that like, like right after we were done shooting the show when they were tearing oh. up the backyard yeah 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 people don't realize it we would dig down so like an average telephone pole needs to be in the ground six feet six and a half feet maybe seven feet some of them and um you know it, it, you don't realize how deep a six foot hole is until you have to dig it and you see it oh, yeah. and you're like wow that's deep you know but you could just see like four feet down four and a half feet down there'll be like a three inch strip of like gravel or whatever water would just pour in there like certain yeah. towns like have high water tables yeah. it'd be like just running water like underneath the whole yeah. thing there's water like people don't realize that how much water there is underground that's it don't you have a um a little pump well now outside the barn did you put one of those in? What's that? I seen a um like a little well thing. Where? Outside the barn. The new barn, right outside the. Oh, door. you saw like you saw, that bond, was the pump that I would know, throw into it, the into the well. To hole. the right. Oh yeah, is that where that's going? Okay. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, know that's just that that's all I the sewage. That. That's all the sewer stuff that will get connected. Nothing's connected. No, no, it's a it's a it's like a hand pump thing, like a pump. A, a steel pump. It looked uh, brand new, like somebody. No, just I think put it's just it the stuff. It's just the plumbing sticking up out of the ground. It looks like it. You sure? We, you might we want got to it check all it. Like somebody and stuff. just put it in. Yeah. All right. No, this is to the right. Maybe of someone the snuck line. in the you middle of the night and put it in. See. I think no, I know I, what you're talking about. Yeah, it's all I, the plumbing no, and pecs so. sticking up out of the concrete. That's what it is. We'll discuss it yeah. later. You're gonna have to go down there with a flashlight and see it. But uh, well, why don't we discuss uh, what we're watching because it's getting a little late here now. Yeah, I haven't I'm been not watching, watching anything. Anybody on YouTube, Jimmy? Paul, you're never watching mm -hmm. anything. Uh, Jeez, you're gonna get a job. I've been watching the Sopranos. That's it. Oh, I watched the new Sopranos. You know the new. Really? How was new... that? It was all right. I mean, yeah. I, I said, what takes me out of the game aside from the fact that Ray Liotta looks like a fucking rubber robot? He's so fucking uh. weird looking. <laughs> is Everybody's got on so much makeup. I said to someone, uh, everybody, yeah. like when you watch, like when you, when we would watch like the Godfather or, you know, any movie made in yeah. the seventies or the eighties, even if it was a period piece, you didn't get these close-ups with like fucking foundation all over somebody's peach fuzz. Like, yeah, everybody looks like they're fucking laying in a casket. They get so uh, much foundation yeah. on that. It just takes me out of I the know. game. It's like, these guys were supposed to be, you know, whatever gangsters you know they're all dapper dance but they didn't wear makeup yeah but they put on yeah. makeup for the movies for the movie business and they put on too much makeup and they look like they're going to lay in a casket it's crazy uh, that was my only complaint i mean yeah. you know the script is a little weird real son wasn't how, you know yeah well, how was he was he yeah <clears throat> weird i don't know i think they should have just got any actor to play his son they didn't have to yeah that's what Tim dylan PR was saying son. My boy. <laughs> he, he was like, a, he, the kid almost seemed like he had autism. I mean, it was kind of weird because Tony Soprano was like sharp and witty. Yeah. And the kid that played him was not like a kid. That. Obviously, it's his son, but he seemed like a little like on the spectrum. And I'm not even saying that to be sarcastic. I mean, almost like Tony of... Soprano's son. <clears throat> and, and like in that kid's life. not the brightest. What's his oh, name? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the character son. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like the character son. Yeah. So you didn't see the Saints of New you York know, yet? Or, no. Yeah. You'll see what I mean. Yeah, I gotta watch. After I finish, I'm gonna yeah, watch. It, uh, yeah. I'll watch it. 
It's funny. You said the word. What's funny, spectrum. Derek? Did you, you see ever it? see that show on Netflix, Love on the Spectrum? No, I seen pre. I seen. Uh, I've heard show of it. I've heard. It was <laughs> talking about it, and they did. It was like a twenty-minute thing. You've heard of that show? I seen like a twenty-minute bit on it, and they showed um, the making of it and stuff. But I noticed that with it, when they made everybody up to look old and stuff, you could. It was clearly obvious they all were covered in makeup. It was. It was pretty bad. So I. I, I know that, but um, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. what Paul, you said you heard of that show, Love on the Spectrum, on Netflix. I started watching it. It's like yeah, my favorite show. Yeah. I can't help myself. I'm gonna have to like binge watch. Oh God. But, but so Paul, you're not watching. No, it's I'm funny. Watching I watched the stuff, Squid Games um, after seeing the Saturday was, Night Live. Bit oh yeah, Pete Davidson and uh, the guy singing Squid Games. No, I didn't see that. I'll have to watch Derek, that. Derek, tell your wife to I'll turn Netflix to off. That. You fucking. <laughs> What? No, I'm buffering. I don't, yeah, I don't your watch channels. You, you, oh, am I? Yeah, I don't know what's happening. No, I'm saying you, 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 you're yeah, your bandwidth. Yeah, your bandwidth is getting tight. Yeah, my bandwidth. No, I know. I was trying to. I was trying to shut the video off to uh, to hide the video. You can do that, but uh, but I, but we're almost done, anyways. Yeah. But the guy I'm watching on um, YouTube is Make It Custom. You ever see him? He does the hot rods and stuff. Oh no! No, uh oh! No, you never see him. He what does all I can the talk about. It. I I can't recommend a video. Yeah, I, I can't really recommend a video. But what I can recommend is the brand new uh, GoPro that just came out. Oh, Not, back no, to GoPro? Got, no, sorry, the DJI. The new oh. DJI came out today. Did you guys? Oh, jeez! <laughs> no, no. I no. ordered it straight up. It's like it's like the really? old uh, GoPro uh, session. But flatter. It's like a yeah. cube, but it's like half of a cube. It's like That's a little cool. square box. Yeah. It's like a one and a half inch square box by like one inch deep. Huh. Hmm. It looks really cool. You don't have it yet, do you? Which you just ordered. No, online. I ordered it this morning. It'll come in a couple of days. Nice. What's the price on it? <laughs> Most important you part. You don't want to say? Right there. Yeah. Oh, I, I What's the price like point? 500, 500 and change with some stuff. No, that's it, it's not like bad. it so doesn't have a screen on it. GoPros. It comes with the touch. It comes with a touch screen that adds to it, so you could punch in some stuff and then take huh. it off. So you could use it with and without the touch. So screen. it's like real tight places, or yeah. it's really tiny, and yep. you know they're trying to keep it as minimal as possible. You That's cool. Record the police with it. It's going to be great. There you go. Yeah, the the other DJI one you have is real nice. I, I like this stuff. Yeah, DJI nice. stuff has been good. I still need yeah. to fix my drone from when I crashed it trying to chase the bird out of my shop. <laughs> No. It's all <laughs> smashed up. To the, to the project next year. You can take yeah. care of that. I have um, so much stuff to do. You know. All right. Well, I think that's it for this episode. You want to yeah. wrap it up, Jimmy? You want to thank everybody for listening? Well, thank you, everybody. That's it. That's episode 65. <laughs> yeah, Chris uh, normally does a joke week, here. Next yeah, week, I'm going to try and be funny. on time. Uh, yeah. He better be here next week. The place is falling apart. I don't know. He might not be. Next week, I'm going to be back from Hawaii. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who's watching Stewie Thanks when they're listening. gone? Oh, God. Stewie's probably with them. They probably smug. That's probably true. They Stewie snuck him in. a six-pack of beer Yeah. his bow tie. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Th- All thank right, guys. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Goodbye. Thank Thanks, you, everybody, Jimmy. for listening. Derek's giving me directives. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said thank. I'm just thanking them. I'm not giving you any directive. All right, I'm ending it.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save 